Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Marvin's Room. I'm Marvin, and today we have a special guest just right across the pond or across the way. Uh, what do we call you here? The other half of a Lu Tang clan? I don't know. What, what do we call you here? Polite way of saying uh, older sister, uh, big boss. Probably Dzedza, huh? Yeah, probably Dzedza is uh, a little bit better, but um, we are covering something that's a little bit out of the ordinary today, so I guess uh, Cantonese is uh, called for and appreciated in this. Yeah, I guess I guess it is kind of appropriate that we're, we're talking Cantonese today, because today we're talking Shaolin soccer, and that's... Uh, 2001 classic if you know you know if you don't it's a it's it's a pretty fun one isn't it yeah it is um i'd say it's like a late 90s movie um equivalent to kind of like the adam sandler's and the uh rob schneider movies yeah I yeah I, w- I would agree so i would say you know stephen chow who's the director writer of this thing is kind of our scorsese He's our claim to fame in uh, a lot of uh, these uh, Cantonese comedy action uh, pieces of the times. And I think this movie really encapsulates it. And given the fact that this is a sports podcast, the sports film podcast, I thought this would be a pretty fun one to kick off and get into. All right. Anything to add on that? Uh, I think that pretty much encapsulates uh, what it is. So we can uh, describe what we're seeing here. Shaolin soccer um, pretty much encapsulates everything that you would want in a soccer film. I mean, you you don't really watch any sports type of films, and you had a blast on this one, right? Yeah. Um, just to preface, um, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> um, I can't tell you the first thing about baseball, soccer, basketball. I know the general gist of sports, obviously. Um, but when it comes to the technicalities, I, I don't know anything. I'm probably, like, the worst person to have on this, but, like, <laughs> I, I don't know anything, but I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? The premise is really not, you know, that complicated. There's no... I mean, the villains in this movie are called Team Evil, so you know who are the bad guys, you know who are the good guys. It's a pretty basic setup. Pretty much we have a coach down on his luck, he used to be a former, you know, all-star in his uh, youth team, and he was kind of disgraced. So he wants to come back, he wants to coach his own team, um, and he can't find any guys to play for him. And 
one day he just stumbles ac across another guy who's a loner. He's down on his luck as well. He's a, you know, Shaolin martial artist who just happens to not get much gigs. You know, he's trying to recruit people um, to follow him into the martial arts and he just can't find anybody. His brothers, who also are part of the same Shaolin temple, the same discipline as he is, are all um, out of their lucks. So, you know, they kind of are at a crossroads and they find one another and they th they have this brilliant idea to fuse soccer and martial arts together. And that's that's all you really need to get into this thing. And if that's already captured your interest, you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. If I did a poor job of summarizing that, just check it out yourself. It's a good time. Also, for those of you who do not have most of the streaming devices, we're fortunately um, enough to have all of them. Um, but we actually discovered that you can find the movie on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. And even if you want to, you can find it on Prime as well. Um, I know, what was it? The other day it was like three ninety nine. So yeah. it's a wor worthy watch, right? Mm -hmm. Right on. So we're going to get to this scene right here. And in setting up this scene, we have, as we mostly see in a lot of these sports films, a training montage, right? But it's not the type of training montage you would come to expect. Uh, we got a couple of uh, characters here who are... Uh, <laughs> how would you describe this? Um, I would say they're classically trained in martial arts, but they're not very well-versed in the actual sports itself. So um, from rules to uh, it, which direction to kick the soccer ball um to pretty much like the concept of penalties uh that you just don't know what to do at all other than to try to kick the ball simultaneously at the same time in any random direction right yeah that was perfectly perfectly put and the poor coach who used to be um this all-star who's hobbled now um it's up to him to try to rally the troop together and, and get everybody on the same page. Mm. All right, so we're going to dive right into this thing and, and break it down in real time. This is the training montage in Shaolin Soccer. The ball drops right down into the center. And they're just kicking the shit out of it. <laughs> they don't know what to do. characters probably just shouting and saying like this is soccer what's what's to it yeah. and the poor coach is just trying to refocus everyone's attention So now the coach is trying to teach him how to dribble. He's trying to say, you can't kick the ball without the ball. They were just running around, almost kicking each other, huh? Yes. In a dog pile of sorts. So now they're attempting to dribble the ball. <laughs> and you know what? For starters, they're not doing that bad of a job for martial artists. So we got our lead here, Stephen Chow, and he's called Steelfoot. He's got an incredible leg, 
but he's a little too strong for everybody. So they need to separate him and they're going to have him work with eggs. They want him to train with eggs. <laughs> and you love this scene. I know. His younger brother, which is Light. They called him Light something, but he's actually a really heavy dude. And his protein of choice is eggs. So you can imagine what happens when you crack an egg on a foot. Yep. And now they crack the egg on his crotch. He wasn't able to balance it. So Light is just sprinting full force towards <laughs> Stephen Chow's crotch. And to deflect that, they threw another egg in his brother's mouth, and they're pretty much crunching on the floor now. Yeah, this scene's great. So he's getting the hang of it now, right? He's slowly getting the egg moving. Which is crazy, because who can actually dribble an egg and yeah. balance it like that? But... And of course, on cue, he snaps it. Yes. <laughs> and run... And Light just runs towards him. <laughs> <laughs> they smack another egg in his brother's mouth. So it's obviously apparent that um, Stephen Chow's character, um, Steelfoot, he's not able to really practice with the rest of the team. He's a little too strong for everybody else, so they kind of separate him. And there's... The sequence where he's just kicking a ball towards the wall. He continuously kicks up the, the bullseye here. And everybody else is making progress, but he's just alone. You know, Steelfoot's just kicking it towards the wall, kicking it towards the target. And it's looking easy now, right? And everyone's getting You can tell by the montage music. <laughs> And now we have a shot of a cup and it's rumbling and it's really reminiscent of that Jurassic Park scene. And we know that something's up. This is where it gets really crazy. Um, he's continuously kicking the ball at the target, but he's literally breaking into the wall now with every kick. And, and of course, this is uh, accentuated by early 2000s CG, <laughs> right? Yes. That didn't date really well. It didn't, but I mean, that's that's what makes this movie special, I guess. Yeah. And the actors sell it. So everybody's just looking at Lightfoot now. He's starting to really kick the ball aggressively hard into the wall. And that's where our clip ends. Yeah. So, I mean, even with the training montage scene, it was, like, really short, but it gives you, like, a really big um, flavor of this uh, movie. And I think one way to really describe it is just chaotic fun, right? Yeah. Like, um, you can tell the actors had a lot of improv and a lot of, like, leeway 
in regards to like how they wanted to bring out their characters it's hard to explain or articulate what we're trying to say really um but it's actually an all good fun it's literally like watching a baby giraffe learn to walk for the first time it's um it's like an underdog story and you kind of just start rooting for these goofy characters yeah and and the thing is like even for us this was like 10 times harder to describe than any other film because the pacing of it is just so brisk and so fast Mm -hmm. we're trying to describe everything that we see in front of us and it's like bam and translate (laughs) yep from one sequence to another so um yeah that that's uh that's shaolin soccer right yeah Check it out. Check it out. If you liked um, that clip or you're just super curious about what we were trying to describe, um, we both really recommend Shaolin Soccer. Honestly, it's a staple um, growing up in a Cantonese household. If you know, you know, as I said. But if not, definitely check it out. And honestly, if you like this, and you want uh, Celine to return on a future episode, she'll probably be back. I mean, she's just literally down the hall. I got others. <laughs> right? So uh, she'll, she'll probably be making an appearance um, once more. Um, she'll be a regular, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, before we sign off, though, you know, she was giving me some uh, some grief <laughs> for my introductory uh, episode. And I mean, in my defense... I recorded it at like 1.30 a.m., but what, what were you saying? Uh, I enjoyed my time in the room. Uh, Marvin's room. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this. MVPs, if you will. When I was a kid, it was always Danny Kwok. He was the guy that looked like Bruce Lee, the goalkeeper um, of this thing. And we'll break it. We'll break down the the story in a little bit. But yeah, Danny Kwok was my guy. He looked just like Bruce Lee, down to the haircut, his mannerisms, and everything. Um, but growing on into the second, um, the second viewing here, and and we watched this the other night um, for the first time. Um, since five ever. <laughs> I think it was like almost 12 years, maybe longer. Yeah, a good, a good 12 years um, into this thing. And I gotta say, man, you know, I forget the actor's name, it's escaping me, but Ironhead is hilarious in it. And I think he kind of steals the show for me. He's kind of a minor character in the back, but he kind of steals it for me. Yeah, I just... <laughs> his mannerisms and the way that he carries himself it's just every character in this movie has a different play and what they can bring and so i i feel like if you haven't seen this movie you probably should definitely watch the cantonese version don't watch the english dubs (laughs) all right yeah yeah for sure 
for sure. And I feel like even if you you um don't understand the Cantonese, right? We found it's like brilliant physical acting as well. I mean, we kind of get something extra from it because we understand the in jokes and whatnot. But if you're approaching this from another standpoint, for sure, definitely check it out. Um, just for the visual comedy, and I agree with that. Um, try to try to get to see the one with the English, um, you know, subtitles as opposed to relying on the dubbing. I think that it's it's a lot more raw and a lot more original. So, anyways, we'll we'll get to it when we come back. <laughs> 